and welcome back on non deck on CSR with Charles Parge Richie and of course Reese the Ruler right now. Hopefully uh, the Lakers will be feeling that kind of success uh, closing out soon right now as uh, this has been a year of heartbreak for them as a franchise losing the late great uh, Kobe Breen, uh Bryant right now uh, trying to wrap up their third longest drought in franchise uh, history as they're looking to bring home championship number 17. It's been 10 years. Their longest drought in franchise history was 18 years when they went from 1954 to 1972. The last of their original five championships being from the three-peat Minneapolis Lakers, which won their fifth and final championship as the Minneapolis franchise before they won it with Jerry West and, of course, Wilt Chamberlain. Guess who else was on that team, Reese? Want to take a guess? Oh. That's okay. Pat Riley. Don't forget. If yeah, if you if you take a close look right there, I heard it from somewhere. Uh, if you remember the famous scene when they won that championship in 1972, they had la largest uh, winning streak I think to this day at 33 games, where they won 69 games, lost 13. And where you see Jerry Russ right on the court, guess who was next to him? That was Pat Riley right there as a basketball player hanging on uh, Jerry West right there when they won that. And now he's playing against his old team. So this is, I guess, as an executive, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you said, hats off to both teams. I think both teams have done a, you know what I'm saying, great job. They, they overcame obstacles and they and they got grit, you know, never back down. Anytime you you thought that they needed, you know what I'm saying, and needed someone, they showed that all they needed was each other. Um, unfortunately, no Drogic, no Bam last game. I mean, I, I still think, uh, period, even with them first game, that they almost won by 30. I just think with these uh, new people in, uh, people can kind of slack off. Nobody's going to really guard Leonard, you know, shooting threes and all the other guys. 24 points, that's a pretty darn good showing for Kelly Olenek. Yeah, that, that, that's all. That's all I'm, I'm trying to say. He was, he was wide. Sorry for cutting you off. No, no, it's good. He was, he was wide open for most of them shots. So you know, I don't, you know, like I believe that now they're like, okay, I put more of a hand up to him. But he's only played one time, game three. So of course, nobody's gonna go out there. That's why I believe that the, that the game was closer than what it should have been. But at the end of the day. I don't, I don't believe that the Heat have a chance to win any game. I've never seen two people on a mission. They was put on stats as Kobe and Shaq. Uh, Le, Le, LeBron James, once again, first with another triple-double. I understand that Anthony Davis is scoring 30 points a game, but to me, got to give it to LeBron James right now as the MVP of the series. Uh, yeah, but you know what? I would make the argument that between LeBron James and Anthony Davis, I would dare make the argument, why not, just like the Super Bowl in the NBA, let's have a first time in the NBA history where there's co-MVPs. Because to be honest with you, man, they have both been the Batman Robin. Why not have a co-MVP in the NBA Finals like you did with Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling in the 2001 World Series? I mean, right now, I mean, as it stands, I mean, from that contest... I mean, you still got Anthony Davis uh, getting the edge over LeBron James. I mean, when you look at their total overall points, I mean, you got LeBron James at 459 points and Anthony Davis at 498 points, both of them averaging at least 
a double-double in this uh, contest when we look at it. I mean, at the end of the day. Or, or your triple-double, I should say. The thing is, I mean, yeah, I mean, Anthony Davis, the highlight of the playoffs is going to be him hitting that game-winning three in game two, I feel, against Nuggets right there. That's going to be the highlight of the series right here. But I am telling you right now, last night, the way the Lakers played that team, look, it's the finals. Don't expect the Heat to like just sit and roll over for them that easily right there. Eric Spolstra has been a very close assistant to Pat Riley. He started with the Heat organization as the videographer of this team, setting up the team's like videos and like uh, coaching videos for them to like study opponents before later on before he became a scout and then an assistant under Riley as well as a scout then up to head coach 12 years ago. Eric Spolster has done a wonderful job with this team over the years, but I tell you what, speaking of coaches, I like Frank Vogel. He's been a fit with this Lakers team right here. I've been liking his coaches' challenges throughout the playoffs right here. You can definitely tell, I think, LeBron James, I think he's more comfortable aside from Ty Lue. I got to believe this got to be his second best coach he's played under. Frank Vogel has definitely really clicked with these guys right here. Roger and Rollo's been definitely distributing the ball very well. I'm going to say if they win the fouls, let's make it co-MVPs. LeBron James and Anthony Davis share the MVP award. What do you say about that? I mean, if that could happen, I agree. But and like I said, I understand Anthony Davis is out there. I think he had like 30-plus with 14 rebounds. I understand stats, but the, the, the way that LeBron James is leading this team, like you got to understand that. If you're looking at points per game, okay, Anthony Davis is, is going to win. But when, when you look at rebounds, assists, calling plays, LeBron James, that, like directing traffic, calling defense, it's sometimes the way you got to get Anthony in the game, you know? Like that's what I'm saying. And Anthony just – having a field day. It was no bam down there. He should have dropped 30 and 14, you know what I'm saying? So LeBron James uh, going out there battling against the best defenders every night, making his teammates better. I just, I just got it. If it's not cold, I just have to give it to LeBron James. It's going to kill all the doubters, especially after being runner up to the MVP. It'll be saying, oh, you know what, Giannis? season MVP, but I got the one that mattered. Finals MVP. Kind of like how Mike felt about Carl Malone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that, that is true. I, I I think, you know, like, uh, just because LeBron James, he's doing it all around. I could, I could definitely see your argument uh, right there. I mean, in that regard, when we look at it. But, I mean, at the end of the day, too, I just feel like right now, the way a lot of people are looking at me, you heard from many people where it's like, Charles Barkley, I think Shaq has even kind of like coined in on it. Uh, Stephen A. Smith. I think if any way, if Anthony Davis does win the finals over LeBron, does this take a little bit of a slight at LeBron James as far as his GOAT status? Does this hurt him at all? Does he need NBA Finals MVP? Because think about it. It's one thing to win it, be the first guy to win it with three teams, but win NBA Finals MVP with three different teams. Um, I don't think it takes light. You know, I think it, it just shows that, um, that LeBron James had a hell of a player beside him, you know, like he said. So, um, it's a, it's a, like I said, it's a toss-up. I can definitely see co-MVP, but we can look at players like, like how you said, football. It's times where Tom Brady 
went to the Super Bowl and Tom Brady wasn't always the MVP and we look at him as the greatest of, of all time to, to play football. So it's it's times what a great. If we look at when um, Eagle Dollar of the Golden State, Eagle Dollar of the Golden State won MVP and we know that on that team, we know that he was on a team where it was at least five people, you know, like better than him. So I don't think, you know, that's taking shine from him period because it, if it didn't to take uh, shine from players away like uh, uh, Curry then I don't think you should take anything away from Brown. Again, if you guys want to join in the conversation, if you guys want to share us your thoughts, you can definitely uh, hit us up right now on the Facebook uh, ChicagolandSportsRadio.com page. We're streaming live of right now. We'll definitely uh, have the podcast of the show uh, later on throughout sometime today. You can also check out our YouTube uh, channel right now. That's under Charles J. Ritchie. We'll have some uh, working on that later on. But right now we are talking NBA Finals. NBA fans tuning in, is it a done deal that the Heat will not get a game? That's the million-dollar question right now as far as it stands right now. Uh, I got to tell you, for right now, uh, it's been interesting because Stephen A. Smith is still one of the guys who goes on record. I mean, looking at a guy like LeBron James when we uh, look at it and everything, and, uh, I mean, he's even said uh, plenty of times on this, and he was on talking with uh, Michael, the playmaker, Irving, one of his uh, friends. He They usually love to rip each other on a lot. But uh, they were talking about how they felt it was important. I mean, like how he viewed LeBron James in the MVP discussion. I mean, the, the GOAT discussion. Here's what Stephen A. Smith had to say. He was on with Michael Irvin on his new podcast, the Michael Irvin Podcast. Take a listen to this, Reese. I ask you why he can't ever be the GOAT in your mind. And I, I ask you what you said today. And, 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 and I he's going to keep going the next three championships. I you're telling me he still can't. And that's, that, that, that's not to be. That's impossible. That's impossible. If he if he wins the next three championships, he still can't be the goal. I'm still going to point. I'm still going to point to the fact that he's lost six. I I, I got to let you run. He's lost I gotta six let you titles. Yeah, yeah, but six. In a different time, when people were able to, when Boston was able to build a big three, when when people when, when Kawhi can run over and, and, and go, it is a different time. Kawhi can run over and to a team like Toronto. So it, it, it's just a By different way, time. Respect, mad respect, Kobe Bryant went to seven finals, yeah. one five. If LeBron wins this year, and I believe he will, I picked him at the beginning of the season. He'll still have one less than Kobe. I'm going to leave it right there. On, on the- so you're going to pick that up, I believe, uh, Reese, right there with uh, Stephen A. Smith and Michael Irvin right there. Stephen A. Smith has it set in his mind. And I kind of had to side with him a little bit. I can't necessarily pull him over Jordan, but having lost in the finals uh, six times, he's given him at least respect six and three. Uh, is that respect or haterade on LeBron James? I mean, I believe that's facts. I don't think it's hater Ray. Uh, LeBron James is a GOAT. That's why everybody understands. He he is a GOAT, but he's not the GOAT. There's only one GOAT, and that's and that's Michael. He went to it six times, won it six times, and it's not, not even that. 
He just did it in the modern era. Everybody said, what about Bill Russell? He got a team. It was like nine teams in the, in the league. He was the tallest person. Come on now. That's, Bunny. But we talking about in modern day era, we, we look at players based off that. Yeah. LeBron James has went to the, the finals 10 times. He's been to the franchise. He's been to more finals than about 90% of the NBA. And to not give him the respect that is needed is crazy. Is he the GOAT? He would never, he would never ever surpass the great Michael Jordan. And, he, and Stephen A is right. Them championships do hurt, even though he carried bomb teams. Them championships do hurt. But I believe that even, like I'm with Stephen A, even if you win the next three, he does not pass Michael Jordan, but he is a GOAT. He's the, he's the second best player to ever touch the court, if you ask me. See, and, and here's the thing you gotta understand, too, about, like, you know, Bill Russell's uh, Celtic-led teams. I, I know we're just uh, talking about that, and I go back and forth with quite a few people on this, but let's be honest, though, too. I mean, Bill Russell's playing at a time where NBA barely debuted. I mean, when he won those championships... It was barely like a decade or two old at the time. And let let's let me give you an ultimate fact about this too right now. Think about it like this. You had eight teams in the NBA, 16 teams in Major League Baseball if you want to go into another sport. At the end of the day, the 20th century was where sports really started to barely expand. Baseball was always going to get the nod as uh, America's pastime. Boxing... And fighting has always been around for centuries. But if you really think about it, think about it. Baseball started late 19th century before the World Series came, early 20th century. Then you had hockey around that time. Hockey was the original six with the Stanley Cup. Even though in the first early Stanley Cup years, you had some outsiders that would contend for the Stanley Cup that was not part of the NHL and the NBA. My whole point is with Bill Russell... You can't blame him for the era that he was in. He's playing at a time where sports is hardly getting any recognition. It was not on the level where we saw more teams in different sport leagues. There was barely any expansion. So he had to play with the cards that were dealt. And not only that, Bill Russell at the end of the day, he never lost to the Lakers. I mean, when you look at him, I mean, when you look at his uh, career I mean, he's 7-0 against the Lakers, including the Minneapolis Lakers. That was not the George Mikan Lakers. He was already retired about four years prior to that first loss. But, I mean, think about that. You dominated your competition. You always beat Wilt Chamberlain. I mean, he was the ultimate champion. He only lost one time. How you defending Eight, 10 rings to 18. Come on. No, I, I, I understand it, but my, but, but my point is, too, everyone always talks about eras. The problem is sports was barely growing. It was barely multiplying during those times. It was barely new to everybody. Basketball was still a baby. It didn't debut until 1946. Very first ever NBA fi- finals was 1947. That was the BAA championship for the first few years. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like you said, I'm never, I'm, I'm never saying you're right. I can't, cri- I can't criticize him for, for his, for his era. He's an all-time great. I would I never criticize him, but that's the reason why when you look at it, hey, Michael Jordan is it. His modern day era was actually, you know, the sport has evolved into what it is today. And he left a stamp on it. He said, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it right. You're going, you're going to go to the finals six times and win it six. 
You're not gonna lose nothing. That's to put them on the pedestal. The next person to do it, you look at Kobe. Like you said, Kobe went at seven, five. Mm. You know that's pretty damn good. But when you look at, and I'm a LeBron James fan, I tell him, but when you go there ten times, yeah, and you, and you want to bring back four, like yeah, for sure. Like everybody said, like George stopped a lot of people from from getting championships. LeBron did too. LeBron stopped a lot of people from from going to the final, but. You know, even though he played against the, the Spurs, you know, he played against uh, uh, the, the the one of the greatest teams ever assembled, Golden State. He did go through obstacles, but you are, but but he will always be looked at it like that. And forty percent because he should win this one, four out of ten. And then even if he win two more, like you said, that's six out of twelve. Yeah, but I gotta admit though, you you got you gotta admit though. I don't know about you, but I couldn't help but like uh, not. Con- like uh, Barry control the smile on my face. I love watching and listening to Michael Irvin and Stephen A. Smith go back and forth. I know it's a history with him being a Dallas Cowboy and always gets on Stephen A. Smith's uh, nerves right there being around that fan base. He does give him the respect, but it just kind of made me laugh a little bit when Stephen A. Smith was like talking about the same passion how Michael Irvin has with the Cowboys and like how Stephen A. Smith, you know how he is with his basketball right there, but <laughs> I feel like Michael Irvin was trying to tame him down a little bit. It just... <laughs> He's like, no, nah, not my watch, bro. It's like, you know, this is my show right here. It's like, it's. I felt like there was like some moving of the goalposts right there, to be honest, yeah. For sure. That's yeah, LeBron James is definitely a goal, but, you know, he, he has to understand it. And that's why he, he got to get the job done. He went against some great teams, man, some, some great teams. First I- time with the Spurs had, had nobody on the Cleveland Cavaliers swept, you know. Uh, you know, he lost to a Dallas team that, that they felt like they shouldn't have lost to. Hmm. Uh, it just, it's just some hiccups. So I understand that he is the second greatest player to ever touch the floor. <clears throat> I mean, him and Kobe will always be tied to me, but it's, it's only one GOAT. And, 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 and he also was 23, but he played for the Bulls. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt about it, though. But I tell you what, the, the interesting people who I'll be interested to see once the Lakers, if they do find a way to finish the strategy, which I think we anticipate they will, i like to see the, both the reaction finally. I know he's been feeling it coming for a long time, but Skip Bayless and Scannon Sharp, Shannon Sharp right there. I can't wait to see what the next uh, GOAT mask is going to look like this time around. They finish this right here. So we'll see about that. But uh, for right now, uh, coming up next, uh, NFL COVID uh, cases slowly starting to make its uh, way uh, once again to reality. We saw it last week with the Atlanta Falcons uh, backup cornerback and A.J. Terrell and plus some Steelers-Titans players right now. We're up to 10 players right now so far who has tested positive for COVID-19. Tested positive. These are not the players who opted out of the season. The players who are playing right now. We got uh, Patriots uh, Chiefs game. Is it going to possibly be uh, canceled and rescheduled for another week? We'll get back to you on that. You're watching Listen to On Deck with me, Charles Project Ritchie, and Reese Ruler on CSR. Yep. Doc Rivers got a job too, y'all. 